This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Divine Power Podcast. I'm so, so happy to be recording again today. I have had way too much coffee so if i'm a little jittery here and there (laughs) i apologize but i have tried recording this episode i think three times this week already and i haven't been happy with it because the first one i was recording it at like 12 in the morning and you could totally hear how tired i was in my voice and then the second episode that i tried doing it just it didn't sound right to me i kept like stumbling over my words and i know that i want to make this podcast as real and as raw as possible but like it was way too much to the point it was just like annoying and you could hear the ruffling in my bed and stuff because i was recording i don't know why i was recording in my bed but besides the point and then the third time i got a call and i was way too lazy to re-record that same night so I just was like, you know, I'm going to do it today and be one and done with it and just not try to be a perf- perfectionist. I, I, even though I'd like to say, don't try to be a fucking perfectionist. Here I am being a hypocrite, but besides the point. So today I wanted to give a little bit of an update before we got into the podcast episode Um, I am currently in Texas. I'm staying with my family for the week. I have about two more days with my family at my aunt's house. And then I go to New Braunfels for an apprenticeship. I don't know. I just like breathe really heavily and weird for a second. So I apologize if you could hear that. But um, yeah, I go to New Braunfels for an apprenticeship. I'm going to take care of horses and goats and cows and all that fun stuff that's just what I love I've I've been doing that almost my whole life so it's not anything super new to me but I have been planning this trip out for eight to to nine maybe ten months now and it's through the worldwide organization of organic farmers it's in short woof and that's spelled W-W-O-O-F and you can basically travel across the country and do a work first day. Um, So for me, it's going to be 25 hours a week and I get to live on the farm and then on my off time, I can go to San Antonio and obviously I'm going to be as careful as possible, social distancing, wearing my mask. I know that the mask mandate in Texas just got lifted, but that does not mean I'm not wearing my mask because, I don't know, it's just best to keep everybody safe. Okay, with that being said, let's jump into the actual podcast episode. So today, I really did have like a plan set uh, schedule of what I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to talk about it. But every time that I try doing that, I just, I don't feel very passionate. I don't feel like I am 
being myself completely and that's why I didn't like the last few episodes that I tried recording and that's why I didn't post them because they didn't feel authentic to me and that's what this podcast is about so I think I'm gonna talk a little bit about um a life pursuit and the um social stigma of having a purpose in this world and then maybe talk on toxic relationships and then what I'm going through right now and how I'm going through it so maybe somebody can relate and um hopefully I can help some people like that's literally all I care about is helping people out helping people resonate and even if it this doesn't reach a super large audience because let's be real um we all want to have somewhat of a following but I've come to the point that I'm making this for me and I'm also making this to help whoever and this will touch whoever it does and it's going to unfold in the way that it should and I can't force anything and I'm just going to trust the universe, I'm going to trust the divine and I cannot try to nitpick and control and force it on anyone. If they don't enjoy listening, they don't enjoy listening and you know it's not that it's not my problem but I just can't expect everybody to like it because, let's be real, there's a lot of things out there that we all enjoy, that some people don't enjoy, and it's just a personal preference. But besides the point, I am rambling at this point. Um, Let's talk about having a... I know I say quote-unquote a lot, but it's the best way that I can say it as if I'm using my fingers for air quotations, but... Let's talk about a quote-unquote purpose. So this weekend, I watched two movies, and they are Disney movies, and they were so amazing, and you can call me a child all you want, but I love animation. Anyway, so I watched Raya in The Last Dragon, and I watched Soul. Raya is really good. It has a lot of visuals, a lot of character development, two empowering women, no love interest, you know, girls being girls and girls uplifting each other and girls working together. But the movie Soul, oh my gosh, I was so amazed and so impressed by that movie because it was like taking such complicated topics that I wish I could explain in words sometimes and making it into a visual representation. And I was just like, whoa, (laughs) this is everything I believe in, like in a movie. And Obviously, it's not entirely accurate to my beliefs in terms of how they visualized it because who's to say that um, that's what we look like uh, before we are put into this earth and that's what we look like when we die, but the concept of it. So basically, me and my friend were talking the other day and we truly believe that before we are born into this um, meat suit or human embodiment of a consciousness... We are uh, souls or spirits or some sort of divine consciousness or life source in the astral plane or what we would like to call home. And I'm not sure entirely how it works. It ju- This just resonates with me. I'm not sure entirely how it works, but we believe that we are brought into this world when it's our time and we get to experience life through human eyes and then when we die we go back to that same place and i 
you know, I could be wrong. Disclaimer, these are all my own opinions. This is my own way of perceiving life and it keeps things interesting and not like I have to follow a certain rule book or set of ideals. It's just more of a fun, spiritual, maybe magical way to look at life. So the movie is centered around a guy who basically believes that if he plays piano with this certain band that he'll feel fulfilled and fast forward he gets to do that he gets to he gets to play with the woman he's always dreamed of playing with and when he finally does afterwards he doesn't feel um alive i mean you know he accomplished something great and he's proud of himself but he doesn't feel that feeling he was expecting to feel and i really resonated with that because there's so many times that i was like i'll be happy when i get here and i'll be happy when i do this and i'll be happy when i do that and when in reality the happiness comes from the internal world so the um they're both protagonists but the character that he learns to view life through eyes of gratitude and through the little moments teaches teaches him that life is really not about the end journey or the end goal but about about the journey in between i'm sorry i'm stumbling over my words a little bit i'm getting a little anxious the coffee's got me super jittery but um you know so the way the wind feels on your face or if a really pretty leaf falls from a tree or bite of something new that you've never tried before or an aroma of something you've cooked or perfume or whatever you know what I'm saying just the little things or a book that you really enjoyed um because you know a book is kind of a good example if you do read books you know you're you're trying to get to the end and when you do reach the end yeah you feel a sense of accomplishment but the words and what you're retaining in between is the real journey and what you really should be grateful for. So I was just so impressed with this movie. I really recommend watching Soul. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It's just such, although it is like a really cool visualizer, just the concept and the morals and the ideals behind it were just so amazing not to mention them representing the black community which was so necessary and I was so happy for Disney to be finally including some fucking representation because it's needed um but besides that a lot of us feel like even me myself we feel like we need to have a purpose and we need to have this one set goal and we are put on this earth only to do that one certain thing. So for a while for me and even now, I was so lost and I felt like I wasn't good enough because a lot of the people I went to school with, you know, they they knew they wanted to be doctors. They knew they wanted to be biomeds. They knew they wanted to be scientists or lawyers or um, just any sort of job, like, they, it seemed like they knew, and they had their life together, and now that I realize it, you know, they could have known, and they might know, but they also might have just been, uh, forced, or felt like they had to pick, because that's how society programs us to be, um, 
And I've always been the type to, I would say I have commitment issues, but I really just think that I lose interest in things pretty quickly. My attention span is not the greatest. I'll give something my all, but after a certain time, I want to do something else. So I've had like five or six different jobs since I was 15, so almost four years now. And it wasn't because some of the time it was the work environment and especially in the restaurant industry that's so inappropriate at times. And that's why I'm not working in food anymore. But I just, I would get like this rush of excitement the first five, six, maybe eight months. And then I just was over it and I wanted to do something else and that's okay. And that's what I want this podcast episode to be about is that it's okay to want to do something different than what you have told everybody or what you've told yourself. And a good example of this was, <laughs> so silly to say, I touched on this on my last episode, but for so long, since eighth grade, I told everyone, and I mean everyone, that I was not going to college, that I was going to live in a van, that I was going to travel the world, and I was going to backpack and live hardly off any money. And that's a great thing. And I I still really do want to do that. But after a certain amount of time, my passions and my pursuit in life changed. But because I had told myself and I had painted this image of myself to everybody else, I felt this pressure to stick with it. And so, for example, when I would go in the courtyard, um, sometimes recruiters, like military recruiters, would come out and they would try to recruit people. And a part of me was like, man, that looks like really cool. And I wish that I could, you know, support my country. And at the time, Donald Trump was president. So I was like, hell no. But things are different now. Anyways, I would see people in their OCPs and I would just see how hard they had worked for this position that they're in. And for me, working hard for something really keeps me going in life. And I I would see them and I part of me really wanted to talk to them. Even if I didn't join, a part of me just want was curious. And But because I had painted this image of me being, I don't know, probably anti-war. Uh, the military has a stigma on it that, you know, it's all guns and combat. And, and it's so so far from the truth there's so many different jobs so many different branches anyways I had put this stigma on my own self and identity on my own self that I had to do what I had told everybody that I had to buy this van that I had to backpack that I that I was gonna do this because people were expecting this of me when in reality nobody really gave a fuck Like, they thought it was cool, but nobody was like, because you have told us this, this is what you have to do. But that's the story that I told myself over and over and over again. I was like, I'm definitely traveling. And the Hawaii situation, I was planning on going to Hawaii in May after Texas. And, you know, plans change and I'm uh, in the recruiting process of joining the Air Force just because that's what aligns with me right now. But... 
um, at the time, I had told so many people and even posted on social media that I was going to go to Hawaii. And I, I felt some sort of pressure, not from anybody, but from myself. And I don't know why I do this. I, I guilt trip myself at times and I'm working on it. I really am. But because I had told not only friends, but family and I had reminded myself almost every day, you know, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, even though it didn't feel right to me anymore. Letting go of it was this, I felt so guilty for whatever fucking reason. And I've been that way almost my whole life. And I felt that way about cross country. So another example, I did cross country my sophomore year my junior year and because I had worked my way up from junior varsity to varsity I felt this sense of this this pressure from not only from my coaches but from myself like you have to do this senior year even though I wasn't happy I was miserable like yes I felt good about myself when I got certain times or when I would place really well in races but it was eating at me like that sport when you reach varsity things really change and your coaches treat you differently and there's a whole other pressure on you to be better and which is what their job is but it wasn't a competition with myself anymore it became a competition with the top three girls me and two other girls and it just was toxic and when I told my coach that I didn't want to partake in cross country anymore he was a little upset but I could tell it wasn't eating at him as much as as it was eating at me because I created this identity of oh I'm the cross country runner I'm I don't know whatever but I felt guilty for weeks weeks guys like I to the point that I just didn't want to show my face in front of him anymore and I realized that Yeah, he might have been a little upset, but he didn't care as much as I thought he would care. And he was just like, okay, I hope you do well in this next chapter of your life. And so my senior year, I decided to do um, FLVS through my school. But a lot of people thought I dropped out, which is super funny. But a lot of people did think I dropped out when in reality, I was just going to the library every day and doing my school online because... I just, I didn't want to show my face at school anymore. I didn't think the school environment was safe. I just, things were changing at school and I had to move on. But besides the point. So now even, I am for sure joining the Air Force. But let's say the roles were were reversed. So let's say for the past 10 months, I had told myself and everyone that I would join the Air Force and something changed within me and I decided I want to go to Hawaii. Um, It doesn't really matter. I'm just kind of using this as an example that I would feel pressured to join because I told so many people and I told myself. Thank God it's not that way and I really do believe that this is aligning with my purpose, not my purpose, my pursuit and my passions. But we feel the need to find this one set purpose and stick with it. A lot of us do. And my 
uh, cousin, for example, she she didn't settle. She she liked it in the beginning. She wanted to be a teacher, and I think the biggest factor behind it was the pay was really good. At least in Texas, it's really good in comparison to Florida. But the pay in Texas is really awesome, and her mother was a teacher and a principal, and her sister was going to become a teacher, and her dad was in the teaching industry, and so she felt a, a pressure to pick purpose, and when in reality, she's like me. We like doing tons of different things, and we see life through the lens of being grateful for the little moments, and now she's doing something else she doesn't know yet but she's going to find something she's truly passionate about regardless of the income that it brings and she's going to pursue it and I'm just I'm so happy for her and I'm so proud of her and then also her sister loves teaching and she finds a passion in it and she finds motivation in it and you can see in her eyes when she talks about it and when she talks about the kids that she teaches how much she loves it and that's the difference she does it because she loves it, not because she feels pressured to. So right now I am pursuing a photojournalist role, but I also am pursuing a flight attendant role. So I'm not set on one. And it's this like freedom I've given myself that I've realized we weren't put on this earth to have a career path. Yes, society has changed and upgraded and we do need careers now in order to function in this world in order to make money in order to provide for ourselves but we were put on this earth to create relationships and eat food and walk and, and maybe travel if you enjoy it but travel and experience new things every single day not work uh, a nine to five and that be our life and you know I am really grateful for the mindset that I had all throughout school because I saw that the government was basically using people because a lot of us can't pay for college and a lot of our parents can't pay for college so what we do is we get loans and those loans add up and by the time you're out of college you owe what, ten to $15,000, maybe even more, to the government, and you spend the rest of your life paying that off, and you never get the freedom. And I, I always thought that was so disheartening, and it's capitalism at its finest. And so when I was 13 years old, I said, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I am not doing that. I am not locking myself up. I am not allowing anyone to have that kind of control over me. And I still feel that way very strongly. Um, but it's it's just disheartening that I know someone who's only in their first year of college and they're already $12,000 in debt. And they don't even know what they want to do for the rest of their life. They just are going to college because they felt a pressure from society. And that's just how it is. I'm also very grateful. I've had parents that were like, okay, Hannah, you can do whatever you want. They never really seem very impressed with whatever I've done just because I think it keeps me kind of humbled <laughs> and always keeps me wanting um, more for myself and uh, to better myself in any way that I can but like even my mom 
my mom went to college. She got a business degree and she doesn't even use it. She is now a personal trainer and she loves it. And I'm so glad that she's pursuing her passion because yeah, she could have an office job that pays more money, but she wouldn't be happy. It's just not worth it in both of our eyes. And my dad didn't go to college. He makes dumb money, dumb money. And my stepmom didn't go to college, but she pursued what she loved in jewelry design. And she makes great money as well. So when you realize that the system is like like jacked, <laughs> jacked up, and it's warped into something that you think is a certain way when in reality it's not, you can take a step back and realize, wow, there's so many different paths in this life. And I don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Or I don't have to do this one set thing that I feel pressured to do. Um, So I, at the end of the day, care more about if I'm happy rather than the money. My mental health will always come first just because I can't function if my mental health is not well. And I've seen that in my own life where I wasn't doing well and I couldn't maintain relationships and I couldn't uh, be there for people and I couldn't show up and I couldn't go to family events and it was this sense of nobody wants me around when in reality that's not true. So back to what I was talking about, just know that if you don't know what you want to do right now, that's okay. And you don't need to go searching for it. You can just live your life day by day. And I truly believe that things will unfold for you in that direction. I'll give one more example before I change the topic to toxic relationships. But my friend, she felt pressured to go to college and she did. And she was actually excited because she felt like she would learn something. And when she got there, you know, it was the same old busy work. And she was not happy at all. And when we were talking, when we reconnected, I told her about the WOOF program. And I told her what I was doing. And I was doing it out of a place of wanting to. But I was also still doing it out of a place of pressure. But I could see the spark in her eyes when I talked about it and I could see how much she wanted to do it. And so I told her, I was like, you know, pursue this. And a few weeks, maybe a month later, she had dropped out. She started her own podcast. Let me shout her out. Go check out Inner Works, uh, Livia. She is fucking amazing. She's the one who told me to start the podcast because I have been wanting to, but I just didn't at the time want to be perceived by others when in reality I literally don't give a fuck anymore but she is now going to Hawaii she's basically doing what I was planning on doing but she's doing it from a place of passion and love and not a place of pressure and she she is who she is she's not trying to create an identity for herself she just She just is a beautiful, loving human consciousness that is going to enjoy every moment of life in any way that she can. And it's just seeing her growth is just so 
inspiring and so motivating and we both see each other that way i inspire her and motivate her and she inspires me and motivates me and that's how relationships should be so let's go into talking about toxic relationships so toxic relationships can be more than just um a love interest it can be a parent it can be a sibling it can be a friend it can be a, any family member basically and when i mean toxic i mean not feeling comfortable um maybe gaslighting or manipulation and you can love this person but it's okay to love them from a distance and i'll give my own example i was in a very 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 toxic relationship that I, again, I felt pressured to be in because I had already posted on social media about him and told a lot of people and I was blind. I really was blind. And, you know, I think when you're in it, you don't see it as well as when you get out and you talk about it and you're like, oh shit, (laughs) I didn't realize how fucked up this relationship was. And, um came from a place of liking the way not his physical appearance but the persona he gave off was what I was looking for and but emotionally and spiritually and physically he didn't fit my needs and I don't think I fit his I think we were really sounds so silly to say but I really think we were with each other because of the aesthetic that we were going for I, I sounds so stupid but he was a surfer boy and I am a I don't want to call myself a hippie because that's so fucking stupid but that's the best word that I can give is a hippie and I thought that he matched me so well and it was the look of it at the end of the day and then as we got to know each other I rushed into the relationship so quickly and from the very beginning there were red flags from the very beginning my intuition said you need to get out of this and I had again I felt pressured and I cared too much about what he would think and I cared too much about what others would think for me to leave the relationship so quickly so I stayed and I told myself that I would make it work and I told myself I would learn to like him more and just didn't work out that way I ended up losing myself if you listen if you catch yourself um not taking care of yourself the same anymore not speaking to yourself kindly feeling drained in life and not wanting to get up out of bed you need to leave even if it is a friend even if it is a family member even if it is a boyfriend or a girlfriend whatever you identify as you need to leave No matter how much you love that person, um, you come first at the end of the day. So I wasn't taking care of myself anymore. I wasn't working out as much. I wasn't eating as well. I wasn't showering as much. I was sleeping in until 11, 12 p.m., even though I was going to bed at 10 p.m. For me personally, I know I'm depressed when I don't want to leave my bed. And um, it was just so many, so many red flags. And I really wish that I would have listened to my intuition because now I really, 
if my intuition tells me something, I'm on it. <laughs> because my intuition is 95% of the time right, if not 99% of the time. And I was basically in a codependent relationship. I wasn't the codependent. Um, he was. And when you find someone basically threatening their mental health onto you and telling you that they're not going to be okay if you leave and constantly feeling insecure, like saying, oh, I feel like you're going to leave me. Oh, I feel like uh, I won't be well if you leave me. I might hurt myself if you leave me. You need to leave. But, I mean, I'm not saying do it in a disruptive manner, but you need to find a way to get yourself out of that situation and do it as kindly as possible. But I was basically having his well-being threatened (laughs) to me if I left him. And so I fucking stayed. And uh, I have not been single for a long, long, long time. For whatever reason, the universe seems to unfold people into my life it's not that I really asked for it uh but after that relationship I have had insane realizations and realized that I don't need anyone even though I am in a relationship right now and it's genuinely peaceful and healthy and motivating and I want to better myself every day because of it I don't need anyone. If if we were to not be together, which I don't think is going to happen at all. Um if we were not to, if we were to not be together, he would be fine and I would be fine and so a relationship should be two imperfect people coming together, not to be perfect, but to make one another better, not, you know, forcefully, but just the essence of each other motivates you. Um, so we like to, (laughs) me and my boyfriend, we like to call ourselves a unit or a team because we are, even though we're miles away from each other, I am able to work on myself and grow as a person and he's able to do the same. And then we're able to come together as one and share experiences and grow with one another. And it's just, it's, it's just so fucking wonderful. And uh, I'm sorry if you can hear any background noise. I, the house is being cleaned at the moment, so I apologize. Anyway, I don't want to rant about my relationship too long, but it's, it's genuine love, and my intuition isn't telling me to leave. My, I don't see any red flags, and I feel light and confident and loved when I'm with him. And the last relationship, it was like, all these words the words were perfect but the actions didn't reciprocate and it was really confusing especially because I was younger but if you are if you're out there and you are with someone who sends you these long ass paragraphs um, about how much they care about you that's wonderful but if their actions don't reciprocate you really need to reevaluate and understand that they're doing it for their own selfish gain and the only reason they're sending you those paragraphs is because they don't want to lose you so that they can keep using you and it's a harsh fucking reality it really is i have a lot more to say on relationships because 
even in my own family, um, I'm not going to get into details about which family members, but I've had to separate myself from certain family members because I was getting gaslit, I was getting manipulative, or yeah, I was getting manipulated by them, and I wouldn't take it necessarily, but I would just like let it happen, and if I stood up for myself, the situation would just get worse. So by separating myself and loving them from a distance and realizing that it wasn't me that was the problem, it was... um their own internal shit that's going on and they've you know grown enough to realize that and you know even say that to me that this goes for anyone literally anyone and even myself included if I find myself being negative towards someone else I'm just projecting my own internal um uh what's the word I'm just projecting my own internal struggles onto them so I noticed that if I'm feeling down about myself, if I'm feeling, um, I don't know, ugly or bigger than I want to be, these are all really negative words, but if I am feeling shitty about myself, I find myself projecting onto other people. Maybe not, I don't do it externally anymore, but I can definitely see it internally. And when I do see that internal turmoil going on, I stop and I have to reflect and be like, okay, what's going on? This person has done nothing, absolutely nothing to you. Why do you feel the need to look at them less? Or why do you feel the need to point out their flaws when in reality, if I was in a better mood and feeling better about myself, I wouldn't see that in them. And when you can see the beauty in yourself and the love within yourself, you can see it in other people so, so clearly. And that's not to say that everyone is amazing yeah there are really shitty people in this world but i do believe people are capable of change i truly 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 believe that um this episode is getting extremely long uh and i it's been a week since i've posted but relationships the reason that i feel like i'm stumbling over my words and rambling is because it's such a tricky 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 subject I there's so much detail that goes into the toxicity of my past relationship, past relationships, and so much um, positivity and love that goes into my relationship now. And that's not to say that my relationship now doesn't have its struggles, but that's with any relationship, you know. I'll say one last thing. If your partner is open to communication and open to bettering themselves and you are open to bettering yourself as well, and taking one another's uh, opinions or um, point of view on the subject and internalizing it from a place of love and not uh, being personally attacked, that's healthy as fuck. If you two have a disagreement and you guys just walk away from each other, you're going to hold on to that baggage and it's going to project itself again into the next argument or you guys are going to feel annoyed or whatever around each other because that's exactly how it was in my last relationship if one of us was upset we would just walk away and we would never solve the issue and it would just manifest itself into something else i don't know what this episode is going to sound like i really hope that some people resonated with it i hope that you're able to 
reflect. I hope you're able to um, find healing and feel like you're not alone because I know personally for me when other people are going through similar struggles because we all do, we all do, we all go through something or multiple things in our life. When I see people go through it and I see them overcome or are overcoming and growing as a person, it just, it's, it's a sense of peace and release over me. And um, I wish the same for everybody else. I think I started this episode off like super um, loud and jittery. And then as I've been talking for the last 40 minutes, it's gotten very slow and <laughs> quiet. So, um, I wish you nothing but love and joy and light, and I might post, um, a promo of this stuff on my Instagram or my Snapchat or whatever, but, oh yeah, I have to promote myself. Oh, here we go. So, my TikTok is uh, at Hannah G. Horn, my Instagram is at Hannah.Horn, and my Snapchat is at HannahHorn111, um... Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. It means the absolute world and I cannot wait to make more episodes. It's just such a place of therapy. And like I said, I wish you nothing but love and light for the rest of your day. You are worthy. You are loved. You are valid. If you need advice or support, please DM me or snap me or message me on TikTok because I will be there for you. You need people in your life that love you regardless of your situation and see the best in you. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night or whatever time it is for you. I appreciate you. Um, and that's all, folks. <laughs>